Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crocker, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Folks, thank you for listening to this Crazy Dre Podcast. I uh, You can find me on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts and anywhere that Buzzsprout will distribute my podcast to the world. Yes, it's me. Today, folks, I want to talk about sports and the NBA. The NBA playoffs is coming up soon, but you know what? I'm going to talk about couple of things first. First of all, let's talk about Porzingis. Crispus Porzingis going to the Celtics, joining Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now that means Marcus Stewart is going to the Grizzlies. And why does that, why does that matter to the Celtics? Because the Celtics were coming up short a couple of times, too many times the last year and the year before to win in the NBA Finals. Now, I'm not a huge NBA guy, but I'm going to tell you this. When you have three players who play profoundly the same, that's Jason Tatum, Jaden Brown, and Marcus Stewart, you're going to have a little problems with distributing the ball and the the person who's going to shoot the ball. They're all about the same size. They all need the ball in their hands to make plays happen. And you know what? Marcus Stewart... Might be the weakest link in that whole pool because you know why? Because he can be really streaky, and sometimes he his streakiness is not good because he can go oh for ten, oh for fifteen. He can cause bad fouls. He can cause turnovers. Anything that you can imagine that would not be a good for a team, he does that. He gives up the ball with the turnovers. You end up losing the ball, and then you, then the problem with the three small. Guards, power forward. I mean, not even a power forward. I mean, if you only really think about Jason Tatum, they consider him a small forward, but technically he's always playing a shooting guard, a point guard. If if uh, if Jalen Brown isn't bringing up the ball, so having having Porzingis in the offense or playing with the Celtics, you give up another. You give to another dimension, and that dimension is the three point line. Now, I know that Jason Tatum can shoot the three-pointer, but if he can drive towards the basket, give up the ball to Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown then throws the ball to to Porzingis, there's your three-point shot. Because the ball is about, everything is about rotating in basketball. To the left side of the court, to the right side of the court, until you find yourself a weak spot in the defense. Someone could be falling asleep, during defense, and then if Przingis doesn't have a shot at a three-point line, if Jaden Brown is moving without a ball or a pick through Jason Tatum, there's another third option is that is is that pick the pick and roll that could also work on top with Przingis, because if you have Przingis picking for for Brown or for Tatum, you're not going to leave. Przingis by himself because he'll he roll off the off the off the pick and roll, go towards the basket, or he can sit up by the three points line and shoot the three pointer. So when if Jason Tatum has the ball, it can create a lot of problems with that pick and roll with Przingis in it. So I think that's a great a great move. Now I think I think the reason why the Grizzlies got got Marcus Stewart, it's because of uh, 
of this young man who keeps getting himself in trouble. All right, folks, Jay Morant. That's my man right there, right? This young man that keeps messing up with guns and throwing guns in the air and throwing them like he don't care and pretending he's a gangster. Maybe he is a gangster. Maybe he is a person with a lot of issues in his life that he has to portray a a thuggish attitude. Charles Barkley said that when you sign a contract to the NBA, you have to give up everything that you know on the streets. But now people can follow you. People can find you. People know where you're at. People know where you're going to be. If you use social media, you're going to go everywhere. Your buddies, your friends, your, your, uh, your rivals can find you. So, but Jay Morant, that's a real big problem that he has. Is that he doesn't know how to keep himself in trouble. Out of trouble, as actually. So Marcus Stewart to the Grizzlies is the answer. He can make shots. He can probably make. Uh, he's probably not going to be as great as Jay Morant. But he'll probably get into that. Uh, creating shots for other players. Or maybe creating shots for himself. I think it would be a little different feel. I think the Grizzlies have a good team. They don't want to lose everything that they have got to the point where Jay Morant. But when is it when you move on? When do you move on from a player that's going to cause a lot of problems? I don't know because I'm not a GM uh, personnel, but I know this. If some guy keeps causing problems on your team at work, you're going to, get, you're going to have to fire that person. All right? So Jay, Jay Morant has got about 20 game suspensions for the 2023-2024 season of the NBA. However, I think he should have been suspended for a whole year. You know why? To teach him a good lesson that, you know what? Things can give boom, disappear just like that. Your million-dollar contracts don't mean nothing. Not even to your homies, right? All those guys who are causing you problems because you make a lot of money and you have to represent a gang or a a movement on the street or whatever it is you have to. And let me tell you this. It's just not a, a, a black thing. It can be a white thing, too. If you're a white kid who grew up around a bunch of poor people and then your poor friends are going to try and dig you a hole by saying, hey, let's go to Vegas, let's do this, let's do that. You might not have to throw guns around the air and shoot things or whatever, but so this has nothing to do about being black or or, or being from the, any projects. This just has to do with personalities, characters, and everything else with it. So, do I think that Morant should should find a way to to uh, not be around those guys? Yes. Is it going to hurt for a while? Yes. You know why? Because all these guys that he hung out with were guys from where he used to play basketball in high school or college or when he goes home. It's the guys he hangs out with. It's his friends. It's his posse. It's the guys that he grew up with. You got to understand that players don't. When, when, When NBA players become wealthy, it's not like they create a new circle of friends or businesses or business people. Because if you ain't out with business people, they can screw you too. Screw you over, right? 
They can take your money and then tell you that you're going through investments and like if you put your money here, you're putting your money there, I can help you out making money. But it doesn't work that way. Some a lot of times you're gonna lose money if you don't know if you don't know where your money is going. So you get someone like Jay Morant and you tell yourself, why 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 does he just find new friends? Well, a guy like that, it's gonna be very difficult to find new friends because no one's going to be like you. You're the only athlete of your new friends. Your new friends are going to be a bunch of hipsters who are white guys is going to tell you what to do with your money. Or you can go back in the hood or wherever he came from, and then you're going to deal with your friends that are not wealthy. And who's to say they're not mo- and And who's to say they're not wealthy? Maybe some of them are not. But... This is why Marcus Stewart is going to the Grizzlies, all right? So another news about the NBA is this. You got Bradley Beal that came from the Wizards that was traded to the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Suns traded Chris Paul. Now, let's be real. I think the Phoenix Suns got, I think they're upgraded with a younger, stronger, better player, better athlete, better assets to to the team, can cre- can create his own shots, and that's what David Bucker really needed. He needed another guy that could create his own shots, that it wouldn't be so focused on him. Right now, Chris Paul might be an eight and a half, nine and a half assist guy, but you know what? The NBA is changing. As a sh- everyone on the sh- on the team has to be able to shoot the ball. Chris Paul, he only averaged about thirteen point four, thirteen point nine points per game. That's not good one bit. Not in the NBA standards today. Even if, even if he was playing in the Isaiah Thomas Detroit Piston era, or Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas averaged like eighteen points a game, and he led the whole team to two. Two NBA Finals. So what's the real problem with Chris Paul? Remember that episode that they had at when Chris Paul was with uh, Houston Rockets and then uh, Ray J. Rondo and him got into it when Ray J. was without, with with the L.A. Lakers? Now let's be, okay, let's be real. Some people think that Chris Paul is like, he's a really competitive guy. He wants to play hard. He's a tough guy. He wants his team, his teammates to be in excellent condition or excellent practices and all this, right? But you know what, Chris Paul? You're not Michael Jordan. You look like you always are out of shape. I don't even know how much your body fat is, but I bet it's more than it should be. And I think for you to be bullying your, your teammates around, and I think this is what really happened. I think he was a really nice guy to Devin Booker because Devin Booker could easily easily uh, create his own shots. But you know what Devin Booker cannot rely on? It's Chris Paul. And when Chris Paul, I would assume if he's in a bad mood with other players who are not contributing to the team, he's going to be a dickhead to them. I you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. When I heard that Chris Paul got traded to the Wizards, 
I thought it was his last rope, his last ship. He'll play there for maybe one or two more years, and then he'll retire. Do I think he's ever going to win the NBA Finals? I don't think so. Okay? So this, all right, so this is what happened. Chris Paul goes to where? He gets traded again. He gets traded to, to, to the San Francisco Golden State. I don't know why I forgot that for a second, but he goes to like he goes to the Warriors, and uh, the Warriors pick up a low contract, a low ball contract, and they get rid of of Jordan Peele. As most most of you guys know out there, Jordan Peele and Draymond Green got into it, and I think it's kind of stupid. That you get some guy like Draymond Green who's willing to fight or kick people in the in the balls when they take a shot and he's throwing elbows at people and and it's not the NBA of the nineteen nineties or the early eighties, all right? And you gotta remember Draymond Green, you know, he might be good five, ten years ago, but I don't know, I don't understand the loyalty that they that uh that the Warriors have with him. I just don't get it. I really don't. I mean, you I, I would assume you could probably trade a player that plays like Draymond Green or draft a player that plays like Draymond Green that's aggressively good defensive uh rebounder, second shot guy to grab rebounds. Look, to be honest with you, Jordan Peele probably said something about, well, they probably said something to each other about being Michigan, Michigan State, the whole shebang thing, right? But in reality, guys, Andrew, I mean, God, Jordan Peele, you're not at Michigan no more. You're, you're, you're in the NBA. And, and for Draymond Green, for saying stupid shit to a rookie or a third or fourth year guy who gets a huge contract, and maybe that's why you're pissed off because he got a huge contract. Now, look, I've seen it on ESPN. I see it everywhere else. They kind of dog shit on Jordan Peele. They say, well, if you want to be in a rebuilding part of the of the of the country with the Washington Wizards, that's what's going to happen. And what's what's even more funny is that Perkins from ESPN says he saw it on the wall. He saw the writing on the wall. I didn't see that coming. And the thing that Draymond Green said, well, we weren't going to win the win the NBA Finals after that episode between Draymond Green and Jordan Peele. Look, Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, those guys fought each other during practice, and they won two championships. Michael Jordan punched everyone in the face during the Bulls era. Okay, maybe not everybody, but he punched Steve Kerr in the face. So you can't blame the NBA Finals of the Warriors not getting to the NBA Finals 
because of that incident between Jordan Peele and Draymond Green. So there you go, folks. 15 minutes of of the NBA right there. And uh in the in the in the PGA, the Traverse uh uh golf round or golf tournament. I don't know why it's wrong with me today. Well the Travis PGA Tour golf tournament. Roy McRoy finally hits his first hole at one on the eighth hole. So that's amazing. He didn't have to putt. And the announcer said that too. Look, that's how that's one way to avoid your putting is get hole as a one. To be honest with you folks, I was a little disappointed in Roy McIlroy last week at the U.S. Open. And the reason why I was kind of disappointed because the golf course played to his benefits. It played in his favor. It was long and it was wide. You can make errors driving the ball. But putting failed him. Putting really did fail him. Now, saying that, you know, do I think Roy would ever win another major? I don't think so. You know why? Because he's got other things to think about. He's got his wife. He's got his kids. That's what happens when you have to grow up. He's lucky enough to have, he's lucky enough to be playing golf every weekend. And he said it himself. If he doesn't ever win another majors again, He's totally fine with it. And that's kind of what it is. You know, I think, I think what we got to look at is this. We can follow our heroes. We can follow our teams. But these players that we talk about, the NBA, like Jay Moran and Chris Paul and, and anyone else that plays golf or anyone else that played other sports, or like even let's say Michael Vick. People are people. They may go and make mistakes. And people are not going to succeed the way that they used to. But that's okay. Because, because life goes on. There's other things to focus on, folks. About everyday life. Not about sports. Everyday life. Seeing your loved ones. Saying, saying hi to your kids after school. That's what... Roy McIlroy is doing when he's not playing golf. He's hanging out with his kids. His kids are not school age yet, but but that's what he's doing. That's what fathers are supposed to do, hang out with their kids and maybe give mom a break. And for Chris Paul, you shouldn't be ashamed of your career. You live, I mean, you you play for the last 15 years you're you're a traveling man. You're a good teammate by most part. But if you don't have that instant killer shot like Kobe Bryant did, well, I wouldn't say Kobe did because Kobe missed a lot of shots. But like Michael Jordan or Dr. J or Magic Johnson or Isaiah Thomas, if you don't have that, you're never going to get it. Maybe you're never going to win the championship. But that's fine, my friend. That's that's okay. Because 
because you might be able to spend more time with family and friends and you might be able to to help the community in their own special way, in your own special way. So, and I would tell you, Draymond Green, same thing. There's no reason to get mad over some guy saying something about Michigan or against Michigan State. There's no reason to be kicking guys in the testicles so that they miss a shot. That's just garbage. Grow up a little bit, you know? But you too there, I mean, come on, Draymond Green. Draymond Green, you can show people and other people in your community to live away from basketball. Maybe your time's up. I if I was the if 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 I was the Golden State Warriors, I would never ever re sign you for as much money as they're going to. Because your time is up. The Golden State era is coming to the end and by throwing Chris Paul out there he's too slow he's not fast enough he just isn't he's just not that team's going to be really slow with Chris Paul on the court I can see Chris Paul getting really tired in the third quarter really quickly very quickly so by giving up Jordan Paul, you're you're giving up youth. Is Jordan Paul worth $140 million? Probably not. But that's Golden State's fault. But you know what, folks? And I really don't know much about the NBA draft. That's why I'm not going to talk about it because I think it's a crapshoot sometimes with uh, with drafting players. Like, for example, I'll give an example of Zion Williams. Zion Williams was a number one draft pick for the Pelicans, and he's not good. He doesn't practice. He doesn't play. He's always hurt. It's a miss. He misses the boat, in other words. So... I can't, and I'm not going to really say anything about the draft until the draft happens. So if you are watching the draft tonight, good luck on your team. Don't put everything on your teammates, I mean on your team and your brand or whatever team that you love. doesn't matter if it's baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Remember that. It's just a game. It's just a game. But thank you for listening to my uh, Crazy Dre podcast show. Good luck to Chris Paul and the Warriors. Good luck to uh, Marcus Stewart with uh, the Grizzlies. Uh, Good luck to Bradley Beal to go with Phoenix. I think Phoenix is going to be in contention next year. I think they'll be back. I will say this. I will say this. If the Phoenix Suns do a worse job next year with all this trade and these draft picks coming up, if they don't make it to the conference championship, I feel like Devin Booker is coming to Detroit. I think that if Detroit is above 500 or if it is the 
is the eighth seed in the NBA or the tenth seed now. But if they get the eighth seed, I think I think that will show Devin Becker that his coach, his his old coach is a is a serious man. That I can see that trade happening. I really do. Unfortunately, I think that we have to give up Ivy for that trade. But I would rather give up Kadem Cunningham than Ivy. So there you go. That's my that's my prediction in next year. That Devin Booker will come to Detroit off a trade to Detroit. There you go. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to Crazy Dre Podcast. Uh, You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other uh, podcast uh, platforms out there. Distributed by Buzzsprout. Thank you, Buzzsprout, for uh, showing me love. And uh, peace. I love.